This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture, for week ending Friday, the 2nd of December 2022. Presented to you this week by Faye I am a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform, which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices, and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates, and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about My Farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. U.S. Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures have fallen to three-month lows and are now trading at levels last seen before the start of the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Traders are focused on the situation in China, where strict COVID-19 lockdowns are expected to result in reduced demand and lower-than-expected import requirements. China is one of the world's largest wheat importers, and the United States Department of Agriculture, commonly known as the USDA, estimates its import need this season to be at 9.5 million tonnes, slightly down on last season. This, coupled with the extension of the Black Sea Export Corridor Agreement and further cheap export sales from Russia, means prices are currently being influenced by bearish trends. International wheat trade has been active this week, with the major importers Egypt, Algeria and Pakistan all making notable purchases, which collectively amount to around 1.5 million tonnes. Russian wheat is the most likely option, with values before freight at around $317 per tonne, which is approximately £265 per tonne for 12.5% protein milling quality. It is believed that Turkey will purchase its wheat from Ukraine. According to official data, EU weekly wheat exports have shipped a further 267,000 tonnes, which brings the total export volume to date to 13.9 million tonnes. However, private estimates are around 1.9 million tonnes higher, which leaves the unofficial total at 15.8 million tonnes. With seven months of the season remaining, EU export shipments are halfway to the 31.6 million tonne export total estimated for this season by analyst group Strategy Greens. With a purchase volume of 1.97 million tonnes, Algeria is the leading buyer of EU wheat, followed by Morocco at 1.86 million tonnes and Egypt at 1.5 million tonnes. Meanwhile, US weekly wheat export sales are slow, with just 155,500 tonnes exported out of the 300,000 to 625,000 tonnes that traders had expected to be sold at this stage. 
This season's U.S. export pace is 2% behind what is needed to meet the USDA export estimate and is progressing slower than any season for the past five years. Mexico is the primary U.S. wheat buyer, followed by the Philippines and Japan. The condition of the U.S. winter wheat crop remains a concern, although there has been an improvement over the past few weeks. The crop is now seen at 34% rated good to excellent, which is up two points on the week. This is as cited in the last national report that will be published until the spring. At this time last season, crop ratings were higher, with winter wheat at 44% rated good to excellent. The five-year average is higher still at 49%. Heading into winter, 75% of the US winter wheat area is in drought, which means winter precipitation is essential. Kansas, the primary winter wheat producing state, is seeing 43% of its crop rated as poor to very poor. Eastern Ukraine and central southern Russia have no snow cover and temperatures are forecast to drop as low as minus 20 degrees Celsius. Late drilled crops could see damage if the temperatures drop this low before snow arrives. Moving now on to barley. It has been a quiet week in the feed barley market. Feed barley has been seen trading in the forward positions, mainly as a result of merchants covering in their short positions. Compounders have been generally absent, waiting for consumer interest before pricing further. UK malting barley prices have come under pressure this week, with little domestic and export demand. With the size of the exportable surplus and slow export pace, it can be speculated that premiums may come under further pressure post-Christmas. Looking forward to the 2023 crop, Frontier offers a range of options to help growers manage risk and market their malting barley crops. Guaranteed minimum premium contracts, futures-related distilling contracts and malting barley pools are just a selection of the contracts that are available. Please speak to your local farm trader for more information. Looking at oilseed rape now. This week saw a halt in the decline of oilseeds' values, which is the result of several factors. Weather in Argentina has remained dry, which has cast doubt on the establishment and progress of its soybean plantings, while in the other main soybean region, Brazil, weather has been favourable so far. Oil and oilseeds markets saw some strength this week on the back of the anti-Covid protests in China, which has given the market confidence that the Chinese government may reduce some of its Covid restrictions. However, this is yet to be confirmed. If restrictions are partially or entirely lifted, it would likely generate a strong rebound in oilseeds markets, as there would be a subsequent increase in demand from China. Chinese demand has been reduced since the onset of the pandemic. This week, sterling has strengthened against the euro as global investor confidence grows. Since the 10th of November, a stronger sterling has reduced UK ex-farm values by around £15 per tonne. Generally, fundamentals in the rapeseed world remain bearish, with a record global crop almost confirmed. Final figures will be drawn when Statistics Canada releases its Canadian canola figure later today, and once Australia's harvest is concluded and volumes totaled. In combination with this season's record crop volume, it is also likely to be a year of record demand, with processors in the EU already showing preference for rapeseed 
which is currently cheaper than alternatives such as soybeans. Looking forward to new crop, it is likely there will be a substantial carryover of rapeseed from this crop year. This is due to the volumes of rapeseed produced this season, around 74 million tonnes globally. This is coupled with an increase in the planted area, both in the UK and EU, which will lead to a heavy supply situation in the first half of 2023 before supply from other parts of the world hits the market. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. The ammonium nitrate and urea markets remain quiet following changes to UK levels in early November. It appears that there are UK farm buyers who still have requirements, but it seems they are holding out until they have further crop confidence before committing to final input purchases. There is tightness of supply as we enter the new year, coupled with a smaller haulier network that is able to move hazardous products. For these reasons, we advise growers to ensure they have product on farm for early spring applications. As expected, UK and European gas demand has increased following the recent drop in temperature. This has caused gas values to increase by 20 to 25% in the last month as a result of increased demand. This is likely to impact the cost of ammonium nitrate products as manufacturers will be hit with higher gas costs for production. Over the past two springs, some sulphur products have experienced pinch points in availability, including polysulfate. As spring applications are likely to be made early next year and delivery dates are limited, we advise growers to book their requirements early. There has been little trade on nitrogen sulphur liquids, although prices continue to be competitive against solid alternatives for those that are still to secure spring volumes. The liquid market holds around a 22% share of the UK nitrogen market and is continuing to see an uptake in new liquid users installing their liquid tanks for crop 2023 and crop 2024. Inquiries on phosphorus and potassium products continue to increase as soil sample results and fertilizer plans are completed for autumn planted crops. The importance of adequate phosphorus and potassium is emphasised further following two seasons of low purchase and usage and an above average yield for 2022. If your phosphorus and potassium applications are going to be made in advance of your nitrogen applications, then we advise to form those fertiliser plans now and begin your inquiries for product availability and delivery for December and January. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 2nd of December. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk. Or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.